If you eat really healthy, but you don't weigh what you want to weigh, this episode is for you. So we're going to dive into why that is, what is going on that's causing you to not be able to weigh what you want to weigh, even though you eat really clean and a couple of like quick and easy take homes that you can apply right now to really see the scale shift and go down and bust through those plateaus. Okay. I'll see you inside. Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Okay, so recently, this past week, me and my clients did a week-long activity that was really centered on cravings, emotional eating, stress eating, whatever you want to call it. Anything, anytime your brain is telling you to put food in your mouth that doesn't align with your weight goals, that's what this activity like really focused on. So, and when I tell you like we had transformations, it was crazy. I mean, we were busting through weight plateaus. I had so many clients who were like, you know, I've, I've been at this weight for the last couple of weeks and I was just able to drop it. It was no problem. We were busting through desire for food that we hadn't been able to break in the past. We were getting through like those habitual times where we're just like eating because we always have a snack right now. And all of a sudden we were able to like see it for what it was and just not choose not to do that anymore. It was incredible. So what I kind of want to offer to you out there, if I hear this on the phone, so what I do when people want to work with me, we get on a call and talk about their goals and what's going on with them. And when I hear people tell me I eat really healthy, I eat so clean, but I just, I don't weigh what I want to weigh. And I don't know why this is where you need to focus. It is these things. I'm going to kind of walk you through a couple of them, but you healthy or not, if you're eating fuel that your body doesn't need, you're not going to weigh what you want to weigh. Fuel that your body doesn't need is extra. It's going to be stored as fat. It doesn't matter if it's a carrot stick or a cookie. (laughs) It's extra. (laughs) So being able to really take a look at like what is going on in your brain? When is your brain telling you to eat stuff? Even if it's healthy, even if it's harmless, even if it's totally justified, but it doesn't align with your weight loss goals, that's where you need to focus. Again, this is on your brain and not on your diet, not on the list of foods that you're eating, not on how healthy or clean you're eating. 
It's on why, like what is going on in your brain. So these are a couple of things like me, myself, and my clients learned this week. So I have this habit that I get home after work and I start making dinner and I like kind of just munch on stuff as I'm making dinner. And I've never, even though it was something I wanted to change kind of in the back of my mind, I never really focused on it. Like I never took the time to look at what was going on to say like, okay, is this a habit that I want to keep? Is this serving me or is it not? So this cravings mastery week was the perfect time for me to kind of take a look at this. So the the issue, my main issue with this habitual kind of like snacking while I cook is that by the time I get to dinner, by the time I sit down with my food, I don't really have all the hunger that I want. I love eating when I'm hungry because the food tastes good. I really enjoy it. I It, it feels so much better to me to eat when I'm hungry as opposed to like just eat. And so what was happening was I was sitting down with this meal and I wasn't hungry anymore, but I had made the meal. So like I was still eating it. So I really looked at like cutting, not snacking while I was cooking my meal. And the craziest thing happened when I didn't eat while I was cooking, I also didn't overeat my meal. I got to experience my meal. I was hungry, but I also was able to easily stop as soon as I got to the like satiety level that I wanted to be at. And I actually didn't want dessert. There's this part of my brain that like, as soon as I finish the meal, it's like, okay, what's next? Like, we're going to have something sweet now, right? And sometimes I plan for that. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just deal with it. But when I when I sort of processed the craving before I ate my meal, so the craving would be in this case to snack while I cook. When I processed that before I ate, then I also didn't have a craving to have dessert. It was the, I like did not expect that at all. And it was so eye opening. And it's this thing that I teach. So I teach that the primitive brain is a lot like a toddler. It wants a dopamine hit. And for you, that dopamine hit is food, whatever food it's asking for. It's looking for a dopamine hit. And so if we take this kind of like analogy to a toddler, they you're in the grocery store and they want a candy bar. If you say no, they're going to throw a fit. And so what I teach my clients to do is say no in a way that really calms that fit down. So we can get our brain from a really strong desire to eat to no desire to eat. We can get that toddler from throwing a fit to like calm and collected. And when we do this multiple times, when, when you take your brain through this process multiple times over and over, what you do is you teach it that it's not, if it throws a fit, it's still not getting a dopamine hit. And so what it does is it just stops throwing the fit. So this toddler in the grocery store, you know, the first time you say no to the candy bar, it might throw a fit. But the second time, it's going to realize that toddler is going to be like, you know what? I threw a fit last time and it didn't work. I didn't, still didn't get the candy bar. 
I expended a lot of energy, <laughs> but I didn't get a candy bar. So do I really want to throw the fit this time? And what happens over time when you do this with your brain is your brain just stops throwing these fits. It's like, this doesn't work anymore. I can throw a fit all day long, but I'm not getting the dopamine that I'm looking for. So I'm going to go expend my energy elsewhere. And so what happened for me when I did this process is I processed that initial craving and then my brain just said, well, that didn't work. We're not going to throw out any more fits for the rest of the evening. There's going to be no dopamine like we're asking for. So we're just not even going to bother. I did not expect this. I expect that to happen over time. I expect that to happen, you know, if there's a daily habit that I'm working with a client on, like, okay, if you process this today, tomorrow it's going to be easier and the next day it's going to be easier. But I didn't think like if I process one at the beginning of a meal that I'm just like not going to have them for anything else for the evening. It was crazy. It was so cool. Like I, it was amazing. So that was one thing for me. And then once I did that, once I was able to not be eating as much during my dinner meal, like I got to this place, my body, I just got to feel so light, so energized, like so good in my body. I wasn't weighed down by extra food that my body really didn't need. Even if it was harmless and justified. Then that was the other (laughs) eye-opener for me. And it was an eye-opener for, I think, pretty much everyone who did this activity was all of these little, little habitual bites or little cravings here and there, they don't always feel like we expect a craving to feel. When, I, when a lot of times when we think of a craving or like stress eating or emotional eating, you know, we are experiencing something really uncomfortable, really uncomfortable emotions. We're reaching for food to help us get through it for comfort. Um, a craving might be like we saw, you know, Cheetos and that just sounds like the best thing ever. And like, I have to have a Cheeto. Like I've got to eat it right now. <laughs> Not all of them are like that. Some of them are so air quotes, harmless. They're so justified. (laughs) So this dinner one for me to be snacking while I cook dinner was so justified. (laughs) This is so not a problem. There is nothing wrong. You're hungry. You're going to be eating anyways. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a little bite here and there. One of my clients said it was like licking the spoon, like she was baking for a relative. And, you know, she's like, well, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't like eating the dessert. I was making this for somebody else, but you know, the bowl's got like lots of batter left. There's a spatula, there's a spoon. And she's like, normally I would have just eaten it. So harmless, so justified. And then she was able to like pause and be like, but why am I doing this? Like, is this really what I want to do? Is this really like how I want to spend my Hunger is what am I getting out of this versus what is my primitive brain getting out of this and teaching me like what habits or what, um, what am I driving back in reinforcing? That's what I'm looking for. What am I reinforcing here with my primitive brain? That if it tells me that it's harmless and it's justified, 
it gets what it wants. That's what we're reinforcing. So it's like stepping away from that and being like, is this really what I want to do? So one of my clients said, you know, it just, it gave me that ability to create space between having the desire to eat and that food going in my mouth to where I could pause and I could say, is this really what I want? Do I really want to eat this right now? And she said, sometimes she did. And that's fine. This isn't about never having something that you, food that you desire. My, the whole premise of my work with my clients is that you should be able to eat pizza and cake and still lose weight. There is a way to do this. This isn't about cutting out everything that you enjoy. It's about taking control of your brain so that it is a choice. So that when you have pizza, you're choosing to have pizza. You're not having pizza because you're like going crazy binging on the pizza because your brain's like, give it to us. Like, give us the dopamine right now. So what this allowed her to do, she was like, I could have the space to where I, it wasn't like automatically putting the food in my mouth. And then I was looking back on it, really mad at myself, you know, frustrated, angry, guilt, shame, regret, watching the scale go up. I was able to pause and say, do I want to eat this? And then if I did, it's my choice and I feel good about it. And it doesn't necessarily mean the scale goes up because I'm enjoying this food in a way that if I was eating driven by desire, I wouldn't be enjoying it. It is so crazy. So she was able to break through a weight plateau actually and really see like, okay, I can make this choice or I can say, no, you know what? I don't want to make that choice. I don't want to eat that thing. It's about creating that space. Um, Another, well, a lot of us were like, I just saw that like these habits of like, I get home every day at three and I go to the pantry and I have this thing and it's not it's not unhealthy. So it's not that big of a deal, right? Just like it's extra though. I don't want to eat that anymore. And giving you that awareness and that space to have the option to choose where you feel like you're in control of it as opposed to it being in control of you. So it was so cool. Okay. So if you are one of these people, I eat healthy but I don't weigh what I want to weigh. I can't figure out what's going on. This is where you need to focus. When is your brain telling you, no matter how harmless or justified, that you can go ahead and eat? So I have this client. She is all the things, gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar, low sugar, all the things, but she didn't weigh what she wanted to weigh. So one of the things that we looked at was every evening she was having like dark chocolate. Yes. Healthy (laughs) and almond butter as like this evening treat, but she didn't weigh what she wanted to weigh. It doesn't matter if it's carrot sticks and hummus. If it's more fuel than your body needs, then you're not going to weigh what you want to weigh. So what her and I worked on was like, when are you going to choose to have the dark chocolate and the almond butter? And when are you going to say no? 
And where does that, where do we get the power to make that decision? From our brains, from looking at what's going on in our brains. I could have given her a list of foods all day long that didn't include dark chocolate and almond butter. And that wouldn't have changed the fact that she was eating dark chocolate and almond butter at night. So what you need to do is really turn this around. What is going on in your brain? Why are you eating? How can you create space and awareness for yourself that allows you to pause before that food goes into your mouth and make a choice and say, yeah, I am going to have this. Or like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to have this. That's where you need to focus because I guarantee 100% that's what's going on. Healthy doesn't equal weighing what you want to weigh if you're eating overeating, if you're eating more fuel than your body requires. And in that case, it's your primitive brain. It's always a primitive brain popping up trying to get a dopamine hit. So really focusing on that desire to eat something. That's where your work is. If you need to go back and listen to the cravings podcast, 100% do that. Actually, one of my clients, she's in the program, full access to like all of the materials that I teach, all the modules, like all of the lessons, the five-step process that I take my clients through to take their craving from like craving desire to eat to no desire to eat. She, she was like, I was listening to the cravings podcast and it was helping me create the space for myself and create this awareness. So it's all there. Like you can go listen to that podcast and it's going to be very helpful. Um, but that's what you need to focus on. Okay. All right. So if you're interested in working with me, if you're interested in having access to what I just talked about, the cravings mastery week, it's all inside of my program. Um, all you need to do is set up a call with me. The calls are meant to help me decide if you qualify for the program and really help you see what's going on. So many people get on these calls and like, I have no clue what's happening. And so what they're able to walk away with then is an understanding of what is happening, why this is happening, where that all of this desire to eat or eating when you don't want to eat is coming from. So that's what the call is about. So if you're interested in working with me, that is the first step. And you can book your call at bit.ly backslash call with Haley. And my name is spelled H-A-Y-L-E-Y. It's also in the show notes. You can find the link there. So I will see you on the next podcast. Bye, guys. If you love what you hear on this show and if you're done with dieting and you want to try a completely different approach to weight loss, I highly encourage you to sign up for a call with me. This is one-on-one time where you get to learn about yourself and discover if my program is what you need to get to the next stage of your weight loss. Go to bit.ly backslash call with Haley. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash call with Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. I'll see you there.